What is going on, everybody out there on the internet? This is Drew. I want to welcome you all to a new Phoenix Down. Uh, this is not a standard Phoenix Down. As you can see, this is going to be a new intermission. There is a reason why. Uh, but tonight, I do have with me Matt. Hello, everybody. And... Well, let's just let's just get it out there. Um, Xeno Gears. We um we played through a lot of Xeno Gears. Um, and uh, Matt unfortunately has um ran into a brick wall of sorts. Yeah, I've been bested by the machines. Yeah, and um, he cannot progress. He has tried, he has put hours into it trying to progress, and he has not budged an inch on from where we last left off on Xeno Gears. Um, I continued through, made it to the second disc, um, got probably a little bit less than halfway through the second disc from what I'm looking at the fact, and... I will mention just as a quick little wrap up, we're, we're not going to finish Xeno Gears. Um, unfortunately, it will be in the list of abandoned titles. Um, I believe there's only two games that we've abandoned during our our Zombie Frog Game Club slash Phoenix Down. Um, one of those being Deus Ex, <laughs> and the other one being uh, Eternal Darkness. Um, and Eternal Darkness was kind of strange. We didn't really want to stop Eternal Darkness. But I want to say something was going on with Mike. Mike had to go somewhere. Or, like, I think he was... It, it, I think it was when he took the job at Rep 10. Yeah, maybe. I can't really remember. Um... But yeah, we we always said we will go back to Eternal Darkness one day, and I would like yes. to, I would like to go back to that. Me too. That's a game that does not deserve to be abandoned. Yeah, I did get stuck though. Um, I accidentally chose the power that I would learn a magic spell that would replenish my magic. <laughs> the old circle. Yeah. So let me use magic to replenish magic. But anyway, uh, Xeno Gears. Um, I like the game. Um, I will mention as a quick little wrap up, the second disc is a totally different monster compared to the first disc. That sounds good to me. It is rushed beyond belief. I mean, I'm not going to beat around the bush. To me, it felt rushed as hell. Um, there really is no running around dungeons or going on the world map. It's all done through cutscenes. Um... And everything is just, it just feels kind of rushed. Like it's, there, there's things that happen, you know, don't get me wrong, the writing wasn't the greatest in the world, but it even then I was, it wasn't the bad writing. It was, man, this just feels kind of rushed. You know, it was all monologues with Faye and Ellie going back and forth and saying, oh, this, this happened and this happened and, oh, here's a boss fight. And so you do the boss fight. And see, the thing is, since you can't run around and grind and you can't really go and buy new stuff, I mean, there are a couple occasions where you can. Um, they basically just give you badass gears. You know, Faye, Faye gets a, it was essentially an Omni gear um, with id. Um, yeah, you didn't hear anything about that. So id, id is a split personality of Faye. Okay. He will. He when he is there also his, ego and super ego anywhere. I, in the game? I, I didn't run into that. I haven't. I, I never. I never got close to that. I don't think if the, if it even happens. But yeah, it's um. It was basically what he was when, like, in and around Solaris, I guess, um, back in the day. Um, and um. We learn a whole bunch of other stuff, like when we go to Solaris, which we don't really stay in Solaris long. In fact, we blow up Solaris pretty quick. <laughs> um, we we go to Solaris, and uh, there's some that we find out that um, 
uh, Krillin is like he's trying to create the perfect body for God because he wants to resurrect God and put God's body like use a body for God to house God mm-hmm. and um, he's using the, the whole well system like creating wells and stuff like that but he's also using humans or, or um, surface dwellers as food like um, they, they call it the Soylent system <laughs> like Soylent Green much like Soylent Green the Charleston Heston movie um, and uh, the funny thing is right before that Faye and Ellie are like man we're starving and they find like a bunch of cans of food they start eating it and Saitan's standing right there and they said Saitan you want some he's like no nah, I'm good because <laughs> he knows what's going on um, and he doesn't and tell them he doesn't tell them and then man what an asshole he is yeah like 20 minutes later oh look you guys have been eating humans <laughs> um and then Saitan it seems that Saitan like betrayed him like he was working for the emperor you know that that real crazy looking dude that he used to go off and talk to um and he was it, but that was just a ruse apparently um and uh, that's when we find out that it is actually just a split personality of Faye. Um, and Faye just turns into it. Um, and it's, it, it, truth be told, it was, it, it was rather long and it just felt kind of rushed, especially after that second disc. Now that stuff happened in the first disc, but the second disc was just very rushed. But unfortunately, and I know there's a lot of people out there who really stuck with us and listened to us throughout these months of playing Xeno Gears. Unfortunately, we will not be finishing this game. Yeah, it's it's not a game that I want to abandon. I mean, I don't really ever want to abandon a game, but this is a game that I really wanted to see through. I mean, there aren't many games that I've put 50 or more hours into. Yeah. that's that. I, I think at the end... When I when I finally just stopped playing, I think I was at around forty six hours. Yeah, I was right about forty six or forty seven. And I just, I don't know. It's like, it, but truth be told, I mean, like I'm sure people out there are like, oh, this is all Matt's fault. No, it's not Matt's fault. Um, <laughs> I really didn't feel like spending an hour and a half going over the last 10 hours of the first disc and the whole second disc by myself. Um, I just didn't want to do that. And unfortunately, earlier on, we lost Jason. Jason was with us for this game to begin with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> long, long ago when yeah, we started this. <laughs> like a month ago. <laughs> but, um, so we've had casualties and Unfortunately, Xenogears has bested us. Yeah, I mean, for me, it, it just came down to the fact that over the last four days I played this game, I spent eight or nine hours grinding up my level, and then fighting four or five times Shikan, failing all those times, obviously, and then going and grinding death blows for two or three or four more hours, and then fighting him four or five more times, just barely beating him with two out of my three party members dead. And, you know, at that point I was like, all right, I did it. I beat the hard guy. So now the rest of this should be a cakewalk, at least, you know, at least doable. And then the very next fight I just couldn't beat. So I was like, I, I, I don't know that I can grind, but I mean, I just grinded eight hours to beat one boss. I mean, I know I'm probably not very good at it, but... Damn, that's a lot of time. That's a little ridiculous, yeah. I mean, that was that was almost a whole week's of play, weeks worth of play to beat one boss. Yeah. Not not the end boss either. So, I don't know. I like the game, but I I just I just can't do it. Yeah, I don't blame you, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people listening don't blame you either. Um, but I will uh. That brings us to our topic for this intermission. We, we're going to try and have a topic this time. And this topic has to do with games we've never finished. <laughs> uh, one of the main reasons for this podcast to begin with was to play games that either we never played before and always wanted to, or games we played and never finished 
or go back to games that we loved. And man, I've got a crap ton of games I've never finished before. Me too. Um, I mean, even just this gen. I mean, I'm I'm trying to imagine one of the few games I've played and never finished. You know, you know a game that I never actually finished. And I played hours upon hours of it. And, and I, I can't remember how many discs it was, but I know it was on the last disc. was um, Final Fantasy IX. That's a game I've never even popped in my PlayStation. Really? Yeah, like I said, I, I missed... Mo- I didn't really play RPGs back then. I played Final Fantasy VII and never touched another one until ten. Hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy IX... Um, is the only Final Fantasy game I've never finished. Really? With the exception of, like, Final Fantasy 1 and 2, and I beat 3. I beat the DS version of 3, the remake that they did. Uh, But 1 and 2, I don't even... You could ask me, have I ever played them? I'm sure I have, but I don't even remember them. I played a fair bit of the first one on the PSP when they released it. Yeah. I um. Here's one for you. I've never beaten any Final Fantasy game ever. Uh, well, I have beat seven. Yes, you have beat a Final Fantasy game. Have I? Yes. Crisis Core. Oh, yeah, Crisis Core. Never they, one of the numbered numbered ones. Yeah, I know. I was just. Crisis Core, I I loved. Yeah. Yeah, I take it back. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I beat 7, I beat 8, didn't like 8. A lot of people find that blasphemy. Um, <laughs> never finished 9, I beat 10. 10 wasn't actually very, it wasn't a very difficult game. Um, 11, <laughs> you can't really beat. <laughs> and um, Final Fantasy 12 is the only Final Fantasy I have never, ever played. That's one of my favorites of the ones that I have played. I have never even I've never even seen gameplay of that game. I've seen cutscenes and stuff like that, but I have no idea how that game plays. Which is sort of like a single player MMO. Yeah. Like you can kind of walk around while you're waiting for your for your timers to to spool up, I guess, to attack. I, I don't know. know. It's fun. I like it. I heard it, it's, it's a lot like a Tales game, like Tales of Vesperia or Tales of the Abyss, kind of like that. Or maybe like a Star Ocean game. Uh, Star Ocean 4 is another one. That's one I'd like to play at some point. Or A New Hope is, they, is what it's called. I have, or A New Hope? Yeah, that's it is. That's what it is. I um, I've, I've owned it. I've played I played a lot of it on the 360, and then I got the international version on the PlayStation 3, and I've never finished it though. Um, I'm trying to imagine well popular games that I've never finished. I've got a my awful list of games that I I don't hold against myself for not finishing are the ones that I've put more than a dozen hours into, and then had a save corrupted. Oh God! I know which one. I know one of them you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> Dead Island. Yeah, Dead Island. I was I was in the Xbox Live chat with you when it happened. Uh, there's a there's a, a a small handful, maybe a medium sized handful of games that that's happened to. Um, I definitely also lost Borderlands One after over twenty hours. Oh God. Hmm. Let's see. Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. I reviewed that game. I put over 20-something hours. I think 27 hours into that game. I absolutely loved it. I've never finished that game. What do you think is your favorite game you've never finished? That, like, that you would say that you, it was your like your call your fault for not finishing that's a good question 
I mean, it, 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 in recent memory, unfortunately, it's going to be Kingdoms of Amalur. I, I, I absolutely adore that game. I think it's a fantastic game, and one day I do want to go back and play it again. It's just, it's one of those RPGs where, holy shit, <laughs> you're going to have to start over. And there are a ton of... I, I remember when the game first was getting ready to release, um, the developer said that if you do every single thing in the game, it would take you 200 hours. Damn. They are serious when they say that. That game was huge. That game was an MMO, but single player. And it had and it had fantastic combat. That was the thing about it. It was like it was so action-y and it was it was you know, you could you can make your character like there was those set classes. You could just like you could just make your, your character like a hybrid of like a warrior and a mage or like a ranger and a mage or a, ma- a ranger and a warrior. I love that game. I really want to go back to that one day. It's just I don't have the time for it. Yeah. Um, That's kind of how I feel about a game like The Witcher. Yeah. That's a game I never finished, but that's a game where I know that I have to commit two to three hours probably just to remember how to play the game before I even consider progressing. Yeah. I remember that game's rather complicated. Well, let's see here. Let me see the games that are sitting on my shelf here. These are all my Xbox 360 games. Um, Divinity 2. I have never finished. In fact, that's on our game club list. Um, The Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. I can't tell you how many hours I put in that game, but I have actually never finished it. So are most of these games that you haven't finished, you just got bored with them, or something new and shiny came along and distracted you? That's that's exactly what it was. It was something new and shiny came along. And and the the unfortunate thing is, I've been a video game reviewer for the past four years, and I kind of have to be that way. Yeah. Because there's always something else I have to review. Um, and you know that's that's just part of the job. You know, like um, Amalur was a review game, and let's see here. I've got what else do I have sitting here? I have Halo Four. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I absolutely love that multiplayer, but that single player, I have put maybe I, I've, I'm I'm probably on chapter four. I haven't gotten very far in that. Uh, Gears of War Three has never been put into my system, but I have it sitting right here. I've played five minutes of Gears of War 2, so I will not be buying 3 until I finish 2. There you go. I did finish 2. I hated what they did to the multiplayer. I thought they fucked it up. I didn't particularly love 1, so when then when I put 2 in, I'm like, oh, I can't handle this right now. <laughs> I'll come back to it. I couldn't tell you how many hours I put into Gears of War 1. I loved that multiplayer. I loved it. Yeah, I played more multiplayer before I owned the game, but then when I bought the game to go through the story... I didn't like it as much as I had loved the multiplayer. Let's see what else I got here. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Eh, you can't really beat that game, but I did. I've never beat it with every character. <laughs> Operation Raccoon City. I can safely say I've completed that game to the end, and I beat all its DLC. Very nice. I just popped that in yesterday for the first time ever. I really like that game. I know it's it's buggy as all hell and. You know, it's not the best game in the world, but I just really liked it. Me, Ken, and Dave played the, all the way through that game together, and I, we just had a blast. I really wish they would come out with Outbreak 3. Out, <laughs> Operation Raccoon City, Outbreak, file number 3, with voice support. Done. It would be <laughs> awesome. Because I'm, those first two would have been great. No voice support makes him not that great. Makes him pretty terrible. Well, you say it like that, but hell, Dark Souls and Demon Souls never, never had any voice chat. Yeah, hey. but that that was a solitary world where there didn't need to be voice chat in in my mind. That's true. Speaking I mean, of which, I've never finished either one of those games. In Outbreak, you're walking around with three other people, and there's no way they wouldn't be talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. In fact, in Dark Souls, I will say this, anybody who's ever played Dark Souls, uh, the beginning part of that game is all about ringing these two bells. 
Um, I have never rang the second bell. I put over 30 hours into Dark Souls and have never rang the second bell, both in the Xbox 360 version and the PC version. Fear 3 had it sitting here. I got it for like $15. Me and Ken played through about half of it co-op, and then we never touched it again. Uh, and the other game, Dragon's Dogma. Never finished that game. <laughs> I uh, have never started that game. That and Kingdoms of Amalur, I would like to try both of those at some point. You... I don't know which one you'd like better. They're two very different games. Kingdoms of Amalur feels more like a game, like like <laughs> as I, opposed to as opposed to an experience. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of game in Dragon's Dogma, but Dragon's Dogma feels like an experience. Like I, I like as, as much as I love Kingdoms of Amalur for what it does. Dragon's Dogma is fucking brilliant. Like, do, do you know anything about Dragon's Dogma? Nope. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Fuck it, this is an intermission. I'm going to talk about whatever the hell I want to. <laughs> so let me explain Dragon's Dogma to you. Dragon's Dogma is a fantasy role-playing game. Action role-playing game. So just like Kingdom of Amalur. It's, it's a lot... It's, yeah, it, for all intents and purposes, Yes. Because in my mind, the, the the little bit I've seen of it, screenshots and whatever, what have you, videos, I just have assumed that it was like that. That those two games were fairly similar. If I had to say something about Amalur, Amalur is more arcadey. I would put it that way, if that makes any type of sense. Um, in Amalur, you feel more like a badass. Okay. Um, while in Dragon's Dogma you feel like you are a weakling and you are not going to survive very well if you are not prepared. Um, Dragon's Dogma features this stuff called the pawn system. Uh, what's really cool is you create your own character. That's your character you use um, and you play as. Um, human characters, the people you create... Um, can be any class you want. So you can have like, th there's three main classes, mage, warrior, and then like a ranger that uses like, you know, bow and arrow. But you can do hybrids of those. Um, you know, you can be like a magic archer who uses magic as well as archery. And you, know, you can be like a magic, uh, uh, like a sword mage or something like that. I can't remember the actual term. Um, but the other thing is, is they have this thing called the pawn system. And the pawn system is when you first start up the game, you get to create another character that's going to be your companion throughout this entire journey. And that's your pawn. Um, and what's really cool is your pawn you can create to basically be a counter to you. So if I'm an archer, you want a guy who's like going to pull aggro to enemies and stuff like that. So you need like a big warrior kind of guy. Um, and you can equip both characters with any type of armor and weapons you want to. They all level up. They all learn new things. Um, but the great thing about the pawn system is you can also recruit other people's created pawns. Uh, you can have two other guys with you. And you can... Um, you know what's funny? Zero punctuation. Mm -hmm. if you've, you've heard of them. Um, he did a review of it, and he actually hit it kind of spot on, and it's kind of bad. He did he did he did this as a joke, but he said this is kind of like slave trading, because you you go into this little rift where you meet all these pawns, and you can you can look at them and you can examine them and see what kind of skills they have and what kind of knowledge they know, and you can pay money to borrow them, and so they come into your party, and you can keep them as long as you want, and you can always send them back. Um, and once you they, they they don't level up your pawn and you level up while the other guys stay that same level, uh, so you have to constantly keep buying and uh, or borrowing higher level pawns whenever you right. level up. And um, what the brilliant thing about the pawn system is is the fact that your pawn um, can also be recruited by other players. 
So when can they it die, no, there. In, in fact, you can be playing the game and somebody else can be using your pawn playing at the same time. It's just every time you go to sleep, you have to rest. Um, and when you go to sleep, your pawn will say, "I went on an adventure with somebody else, and here's." They, they <laughs> I'm give, leaving you. Well, no, no, it's not that. They just he said, "I've returned." It's always him returning, and okay. he's like, "Oh, and they gave me a gift to give to you, and you can give uh, pawns gifts, and they'll take them back to their master, kind of thing." Um, but the cool thing about it, and the little subtleties, is. You can set up your pawn however you want. You want him to be an aggro guy. He can, you know, he he'll he'll the way he acts during combat and during different types of situations. And they also learn. So, like, say my pawn while I'm sleeping goes off and and does an adventure with somebody else, and they go off and fight a bunch of goblins. Well, goblins are weak to fire. Well. You didn't know that, but when he comes back, he'll say, oh, I learned how to fight a goblin. And oh. so the next time you run into goblins, he'll be like, use fire against them. You know, That's and, pretty cool. And it's really cool how it's so dynamic in how they learn. Um, but Dragon's Dogma is one of those games where I'll never forget the, the, the moment I was like, this is kind of brilliant, was the first quest I got where it took an t- entire day to travel there. Fast travel is very limited in this game. Um, you can't really fast travel much, especially at the beginning. And um, so I was at the main city. My quest was to go to this tower that was way over there in the country. And it took you a full-fledged day to walk all the way there. Um, you know, and it's best to start leaving in the morning because when night happens, it is fucking pitch black. You can't see two feet in front of you. And that's when bad shit happens. You get attacked by like dire wolves or fucking zombies or something like that. And it, it my, the moment of brilliance was I was a, um, I was a magical archer. And so I had these, I could uh, infuse my arrows with fire. And like my pawns were saying, we're surrounded by something. You know, it, they, they, they talk to you and stuff. And so I pulled out my arrows and I shot at an enemy that was in front of me. And those arrows, the fire arrows, lit up around us. And, like, you could just see you were just completely surrounded by fucking enemies. And, like, when those arrows went out, it just went dark again. You're like, oh, shit. I can't see shit. And it was so awesome. I was like, that that was just such an awesome moment. Like that scene, is it Pitch Black? The movie Pitch Black? Yeah, Pitch Black. When it is dark and then somebody lights something up and you just see the reflections on all the aliens. Yeah, that's it, it's a lot like that. It was it was really really cool. Oh, and I was, it, as far as an experience goes, Dragon's Dogma is a hell of an experience. Well, I think I'm pretty much sold. If I'm gonna play one of the two, it would probably be Dragon's Dogma first. Yeah, I would. I, I, Dragon's Dogma is a is a much more difficult game, while and there's a ton to do in the game. While Amalor, here's the thing about Amalor. If you ever do play Amalor, do not do any of the side quests. You can do one or two if you want to. Just because of the additional time that it takes? Just, just they're not be- worth it? Or? Both. Both. They're not worth it. They take up a lot of time. And it's it's one of those where you will get burned out. That's what happened. I, I played 20-something hours of Amalur in two days. Wow. Because like, like, I wanted to get that review out. We got it late, and I was wanting to get that review out. So I was like, all right, I need to play as much as I can. I even took a day off to do this <laughs> from work. And um, after I wrote that review, I was like, man, I'm kind of burned out on this game. And, and I was like, I'm only about halfway through the main story. So if... If you wanted to play Amalur, which is a brilliant game, the combat is... I prefer the combat in Amalur over over Dragon's Dogma. Mm-hmm. But stick to the faction quests. There's these different... There's like eight different factions in the game uh, that you can do quests for that are actually really fun. And stick to the main story stuff. Because if you start 
side questing your way through this, that's where that 200 hours comes from. Yeah. And the map is fucking huge in Amalur. When I when I first looked at it, I was like, ah, oh, it's just because it was so zoomed in on just that area. And um, I just I just hit the zoom out button, and it just kept going and going and going. I was like, holy fuck, this map is fucking huge, and it was. That map is fucking huge. I just I like I love Amalur, and I really want to go back to it one day. Ugh, so many games. Yeah. I mean, I, I can bring up my fucking Steam list and show you fucking games I've, <laughs> I've never finished. <laughs> a big one for me, well, a big three for me, is the uh, the Deus Ex series. Okay. I didn't necessarily love the first one. I didn't either. But the second one I really liked when it came out. It's a little rough, as, as we know. We went back to it. The second um, one? The Invisible War? Yeah. I didn't really like that game. I didn't like it as much now. I loved it when it came out. But then Human Revolution, I think these games are getting better and better. They are. Human and Revolution Human... was a fantastic game. Yes, that is an excellent game. And you know, and I have never beaten a Dave Sex game. And that's probably my favorite series of games ever that I haven't beaten any of. I um I did beat uh Human Revolution. Um the boss fights can kiss my ass. But that whole package was really, really good. Yeah, now I'm excited to uh, throw it on the PS3 because I just got it for free. I was about to say, yeah, that just hit uh, um, PlayStation Plus for free this week. Yeah, what a value. Mm-hmm. But I'm come... already like two-thirds or three-quarters of the way through it on the PC, so I don't know. Yeah. I never asked for this. <sighs> Let's see. I don't know. Like, you know, if you want to go to old school stuff, I mean, I know I beat Chrono Trigger at one time, but I, if you ask me what happened, huh. I, could, I couldn't tell you. That's it's, a game I still want to play. It's kind of like uh, Xenogears. I know for a fact I owned that game when I was a kid. And I know for a fact I played through I, most of it. I, I could have sworn I beat it. But like I said... It was like I was playing a whole new game whenever I played it again. I couldn't remember anything from that game. I just, oh my god, I got so many fucking games sitting here. God, yeah. Let's just bring them up. Did you ever finish Final Fantasy Thirteen? Yes, I did. I actually did it. Um, um, I like I started it on um my PlayStation. But then I had to move my PlayStation back to the to, – this is whenever I was living with my roommate. I had to move my PlayStation back to my room where my small TV was. And at the time, that was one of the – that was a very gorgeous game. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to play it on the, um, on the big TV that we had in the living room. So I actually beat the game on my roommate's uh, PlayStation 3. Oh, nice. So I, and I was like, motherfucker. I was like, I didn't even sign in either. I was like, because yeah, it was one of those games where you can't transfer the fucking saves over. Yeah. I hated that so bad. And so I was like, fuck it, I'll just beat it here. Because he, he was slightly ahead of me in the game, and I was like, I'll just do that. Um, but I did beat Final Fantasy thirteen. I didn't think that game was that bad. I, like, it was everybody was all pissed off. I was like, "Oh, there's no exploration and stuff like that." I found that to be a breath of fresh air. Me too. I was like, "I yeah, I don't want this open ass world shit, you know, where I don't know where the fuck to go." Yeah, make it streamlined. Oh, I saw just one big corridor to go down. I don't care. <laughs> it was still a long ass game, <laughs> and it was complicated. So, I I remember being pretty excited by the combat system in thirteen. Switching between all the different stances. Yeah. Paradigms. Paradigms. And uh, 13.2, I know everybody talks crap about, you know, just not going to the next number. But 13.2 is actually a really good game, too. In fact, I prefer 13.2 over 13. <laughs> what about 10.2? Do you ever play 10.2? I, uh, I pl- well... That that as far as Final Fantasy games go, I've played ten two, and I did not finish it due to the fact that I fucking hated it. 
like at, at that point in time, I was still in high school, and I was one of those. This is girly, and it was a little too Japanese for me, I should say. And I was just like, I can't stand this. This from the guy who watches a whole lot of anime. <laughs> at, at one time, how could anything be more "quote unquote" Japanese? I, I will see. That was it. Was it was at that point when did Ten Two come out? It came out around that time where I was like, I'm done with anime and I'm done with all that stuff. Um, Final Fantasy Ten Two came out in the United States. March 13th, 2003. So that was close to senior year for me. And I was like, and that was to the point where I was kind of done. I just like, like I played it and I was like, I don't like this game. I don't know why, which truth be told, I didn't technically love 10 too much. Mm -hmm. I thought Titus or Titus or however, however the fuck you pronounce him. I thought he was an annoying character. So, I just, I don't know. Never, never beat that game. So, technically, I haven't beat 9 or 10 to. So, uh, it's, I, I I'm trying to imagine shameful games I've never finished. Here's one Resident Evil 6. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me and you have never finished that game. <laughs> You know what? We should probably do that one day. We should probably do that. You know, I, and hey, at least we're, we've been good in saying, "Hey, I'm not gonna play it until we're together." <laughs> yeah, I mean, as this list proves, it's not like I don't have enough other things I can play in the meantime. Yeah, this is true. I would love to beat Resident Evil Six, but you know, when we both have time and we're good and ready, I'll, we can sit down and bang it out. Sure. Which, you know, we shouldn't have too much longer. Well, I mean, we still got two scenarios to go. Yeah, so we're, we're one-third done, right? Yeah. And that, what, Chris's campaign took, what, eight hours? Yeah. So it's basically three fucking games in one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Jesus. <laughs> trying to imagine, like, uh, this. Uh, I got my Steam thing up, and it keeps popping up Call of Duty. So... The last Call of Duty I've ever played was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Okay. And I never finished that game. As far as the single player goes. Man, those are short too. <laughs> yeah, and I just didn't care. I really didn't care. Yeah, I mean, I generally find the Call of Duty campaigns to be forgettable, but action-packed enough that I enjoy my time with them, brief as it is. Yeah. So I, I've never not finished one. Actually, I've beaten every Call of Duty campaign, but I don't. That's not really hard to do, and you know I, I've enjoyed them. It, you know, Call of Duty takes a lot of shit, but I, for what it is, I enjoy it. You know, I I don't get excited about it, but I'm kind of happy they come out every year. Yeah. I'm kind of happy I get that five-hour single player. I get a couple of months where I get to talk to some buddies online every every day. And uh, if I stick with it any longer than I do, if not, then I, yeah, I've gotten more out of some of those games than I've gotten out of a lot of other games. This is, this is very true. I mean, there's a lot of content there for people who want to play them. But yes, it is kind of the same. <laughs> yeah, that just like that. I don't know what happened because I was. You couldn't meet a bigger Call of Duty fan than me. Like when the th when the 360 first came out, that was when I was introduced to Call of Duty. I yeah, when, when Modern Warfare One came out, it was revolutionary. Call of Duty Two was my jam. I, in fact, I want to say that was a launch title for the 360. I can't really remember, but you know, Call of Duty Two and Three were still in World War Two. Right. And like I, I know, I always say it. And I always toot my horn a little bit, but I was one of the best. I was I was one of the best players in Call of Duty 2 at one time, on the Xbox 360. And I was, uh, you know, I was insane about that game. And I, that's all I fucking played. 
you know, and I had the same guys I played with every single night. Mm-hmm. You know, we never started a clan or anything like that, but we'd always go up against dudes and stuff like that. And we, I was, I was really obsessed with the game. Call of Duty Three came out, and I'll never forget it. I was so excited because I was like, "Dude, Call of Duty Two! I fucking love that game." You know, when Call of Duty Three came out. Hell yeah, let's let's get some more in there. Um, back then, I didn't know the difference between you know Infinity Ward and Treyarch. You know, and Treyarch made Call of Duty Three. That game was a fucking mess. <laughs> like I, I can honestly say, I think I've. In the time that I had Call of Duty 3, I may have got into a multiplayer match twice. It was it was that broken. I don't know. There was something up with the online structure and the, the way the Nats worked that I could not get into a game. No ranked games, no player games. The only way I could get into a game was if somebody on my friends list invited me into their game. <laughs> and, I, and at the time, everybody was still playing Call of Duty 2. And so that's what I did. In fact, like, I, like I, I've, I've said it before, to this day, I think, I haven't seen them because I don't jump on my 360 anymore. But up until, like, la- I know last year, I still have guys on my friends list that I was friends with when I played Call of Duty 2. Every Friday night, they're playing Call of Duty 2. Wow. They still play it. But uh, like I like I said, I don't get on there anymore. Like on my 360, much anymore, unless I'm playing a fighting game, and I don't even talk to those guys anymore. But I always kept them on there for a nostalgic period. For, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, then Call of Duty 4 came out, Modern Warfare, and I was yeah, I was pretty obsessed with that game too. And you know, never played World at War. Didn't care because it was ah fuck fuck World War Two. You know, I was back to that whole song and dance. <laughs> and so I and then and then Modern Warfare 2 came out and I was like this is the same fucking shit I'm done so so I, I went to the midnight launch of Call of Duty 2 and or Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 fuck these fucking Call of Duty games they're fucking, <laughs> they're fucking, they're fucking names <laughs> oh man but yeah kind of rambling now but I'm, I'm just I'm looking through my my Steam list here to see XCOM Enemy Unknown I want to beat that game one day that game is just difficult I own The Witcher 1 and The Witcher 2 I put maybe 20 minutes in The Witcher 1 and haven't done anything I thought it was very I, I only played maybe an hour or two mm-hmm and I, I really liked the setting. I thought it was, as far as that kind of feeling like a traditional fantasy game, tr- traditional fantasy setting at least, I I, uh, I enjoyed it. I would love to get back into it. Well, we could definitely try that one day for Phoenix Down if we needed to. Yeah. Uh, Warhammer 40,000, Dawn of War 2. Never beat that. Viking Battle for Asgard. Huh. Never beat that. Torchlight 2. I'm actually working on this game right now. I'm slowly getting ready to beat it. I'm close. I'm getting relatively close to the end of it. In fact, that will be a game I beat this year. In fact, it will probably be in the next month. I, wanna, I need I'll, to uh, pick up the pace. This is uh, this is on track to be my lowest game completion total since I, you know, since I can remember, but certainly since I've been keeping count oh man i'm like i'm now you're making me bring up my list because i you can significantly see um when mine started dropping off yeah this has been a historically low output year let me bring up my drive here i have been keeping um score or i've been writing down the games that i've completed since 2010 And in 2010, I completed 40 games, the last one being Dragon Age Origins on the PS3. And I actually do remember doing this. It was, it was actually January, it was actually um, December 31st when I beat that game. (laughs) Nice. I do remember that. Uh, Let's see here, 2011, 
I completed 47 games. Uh, I started keeping track in 07. Oh, wow. Long time ago. And uh, my highest output years were 09 and 2010, where I finished 30 games each year. And um, let's see here. 2012, I completed two, uh, um, 27 games. Last one being Far Cry 3. Last one for me was Metro 2033. Ah, I have it pegged at December 27th. I have mine December 29th. <laughs> Um, and then right after Black Ops 2. And then 2013, I have 11 games so far finished. I have two. Oof. You have Bully. Bully. And Heavenly Sword. And Heavenly Sword. Those <laughs> are my two games for this year. <laughs> I knew it. Those were on my list, too. Oh, man. God. I, I really haven't played much. I, I beat Bully, Devil May Cry, Heavenly Sword, Stalker, Shadows of Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. You never finished that game. Nope. Oh, uh, yeah. I did finish that game. Um, Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Uh, Evo Land. Bioshock Infinite. Sacred Citadel. Dead Island Riptide. Fallen Enchantress Legendary Heroes. And Call of War as Gunslinger. So far. It's a nice varied list. Yeah. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of those games are review games. See, last year I was real slow at beating games in the beginning of the year because I was playing a lot of MMO, MMOs. Yeah. But uh, this year I don't even have that excuse. I just, ugh. I mean, you can tell what happened. You know, look at 2012. You know, I, I was doing really good at the beginning, and then May happened, and May is when I met my girlfriend. <laughs> And it dropped off from there significantly. Big time. The bad thing was that last year I was actually counting the episodes of The Walking Dead. Not just I beat The Walking Dead. I beat Walking Dead Episode 2. Oh, so yeah, I grouped... Uh, any time that they can be grouped together, I grouped them. They can be grouped together, but that's one hell of a fucking game, though. Like, you know, Walking Dead, those episodes were probably... Two hours, two and a half hours. Uh, about three, maybe. Depending, whatever. <laughs> I mean, my my badass year was 2011. Started with Enslaved, Journey to the West, and then ended with Rage. So, I don't know. It's just where. <laughs> We're talking about that stuff. I have no, I have no idea what else to, to even bring up. Yeah, for me, part of it was I, uh, I was reading a lot last year. Also. Yeah. So I read twenty four books. That's impressive. That's, I can't tell you the last time I read a book. I can tell you the last book I read. Was it that uh, Hull Zero Three? It was Hull Zero Three. <laughs> awesome. Which was actually a really good book. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. And then I, right, I read that also. I finished it May 9th, twenty eleven. There you go. I um and right before that, I read uh, World War Z. Soon to be a major motion picture. Oh god, that movie looks horrible. <laughs> it looks so fucking bad. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Fast, these fast-running zombies that can climb on top of each other and make a zombie ladder. <laughs> Have you seen that? Have you seen that clip? No. Oh, it's horrible. It looks that fucking bad. I can't believe Max Brooks actually signed off on that. <laughs> so, I don't know. But anyway, we've rambled long enough. We've talked about the games that we haven't beaten are a huge pile of shame. I mean, hell, most of the games that I have on the the game club list that I have, I mean, there's some that I was like, hey, I'd really like to play that one day. But, you know, like, I'll bring that up as one last thing. So my list for uh, what we have to play 
Let's see here. Resident Evil Remake. I actually beat that game. Castlevania, Lament of Innocence, and Curse of Darkness. I own both those games, and I have never played them. Kingdom Hearts 2. Never played it. I own it. Beyond Good and Evil, I've actually beat that game. Risen. Own it. Never played it. Divinity 2. Played it. Never finished it. Demon Souls. Played it. Never finished it. Dark Souls. Played it. Never finished it. Psychonauts. I've never even touched. Mm, good game. Uh, Persona 4. I've played a shit ton of Persona 4 and never finished it. Uh, Quartz Party, I'm going to go ahead and just remove that from the list. <laughs> I played the sequel to that, and there is no need to play that game. Prince of Persia 2008, beat it. Absolutely love that game. Urban Chaos. Prince of Persia, the first one, I think holds my record for a game I've bought the most times and never played. You're talking about Sands of Time? Yeah. Ah. I think I own three or four copies, maybe three copies of it. <laughs> And I have never played more than five minutes into it. <laughs> it was actually good. It was the best out of the trilogy that they had. I think I have it on the PS2, the PS3. Like They made an HD remake, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, pretty sure I bought that. And I have it on PC. And <laughs> I haven't played any of them. Wow. So it's, if you ever want to play that again, I would love to. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Urban Chaos Riot Response. I've beat that game. I just put it on there because it's it's fucking awesome. Fuck oh God, I love that game. Uh, Alone in the Dark, the uh, Xbox 360 one. The, oh yes, that's a good game. It, it was bad, but it, it was, was ambitious. God, it, I, I respect that. I absolutely fucking love that game. I just I've never seen it like that was the first game where it did a recap, you know, after each episode and stuff like that. And it, it was insanely well done. The voice acting was horrible. It looked bad, and it controlled like ass, but it was just so innovative for its time. Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, I have never touched this game, um, mainly because I never owned an Xbox. Yep. That's one of the few games up until they came out with this HD remake. That was one of the few original Xbox games that I was still looking to find at game stores. Yeah. Um, Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. I, I got that on a Steam sale with like a big pack of Might and Magic. Never touched it. Um, ZHP Unlosing Ranger versus Dark Death Evil Man. It looked goofy. Uh, Majin in the Forsaken Kingdom. I played about a fourth of that game, which I have that wrote down right here. I actually really liked that game. I thought that game was very, very charming. I don't know if I put this on the list ever, but folklore. I think I have it on mine, or you may okay. have actually put so it. So I hope so. I hope it's on somebody's list because I feel like that's a game I've always wanted to play ever since the PS3 came out, and I haven't heard anybody talk about it since you know since it came out. But actually, neither of us have folklore on our list, so I'm adding it right now. Crazy. The the two people that I know that have played it loved it. I heard it's Pokemon, basically. That's right. It reminds me of... Uh, there's an Xbox One game called... Phantom, Phantom Dust? Phantom Dust? Yeah, Phantom Dust. I know Phantom Dust. That game's fantastic. <laughs> that is probably one of my favorite Xbox One games. Which I'm going to have to stop saying Xbox One, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Original Xbox. I'm just going to call them all Xbox. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Eternal Sonata. Like I played the demo for that, and I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Oh yeah, I have that. I haven't touched it though. I've never actually played the full game. I put Super Mario Sunshine on here <laughs> because this this is my favorite Mario game, my favorite three D Mario game. I, I I and to say I beat that game is an understatement. I got every single. Sun Sprite, I believe is what they were called. I collected every one of them. <laughs> and I was obsessed with that game for a while. Okage, Shadow King. Early PlayStation 2 RPG that I never played. I just thought it looked kind of interesting. I have two Advanced War games on here. But since they're both on the DS, you don't have a DS. So, <clears throat> Super Mario RPG, I actually beat that game. 
That's a long game too. Yeah, I'd like to play that at some point. Did you have you ever played it? Nope. Hmm. That and Paper Mario, I always wanted to play. Uh, Planescape Torment, played it, never beat it. Uh, Alpha Protocol, I have it sitting oh, there. Oh, yeah. Got it for five bucks. I played through about half that game and said, this game is fucking horrible and and never and sent it back to Gamefly. Um, but I do want to do it again. Don't ask me why. Because <laughs> I got it for five bucks. Final Fantasy Seven, the classic. Maybe you can finally beat it. Yeah. And uh, Final Fantasy Twelve, never played it. Always wanted to. And there's a lot of games on here that I got that I just never touched. And Burning Crusade, never played it. Um, Chrono Cross, never played it. World Ends With You, I own it, never finished it. All these Shin Megami Tensei games. Uh, Diablo 2, alright, I, I did beat this game multiple times with different characters. I was obsessed with Diablo 2. Uh, in fact, I would say Diablo 2 was bigger than Call of Duty 2 for me. <laughs> I, I was fucking obsessed with, with Diablo 2. <laughs> Uh, nine nine nine. I actually beat that game, so I need to probably take that off my list. Valkyria Chronicles. I never finished it, but I thought that was a fantastic game. Yeah, I I loved the what I played of the sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter. I decided it because Jay wanted us to play it. I never played it. Spore. We're gonna go ahead and just delete that too. <laughs> Because I finally played that, and I was like, yeah, I don't know what the hubbub about that was. Probably the the penis monsters. Yeah. Penis aliens. Rogue Galaxy. I never played it, but that's one of those games I've always seen at a GameStop and said, that looks kind of cool. My buddy Ken loves that game. Rogue Galaxy. Yeah, he played through that probably right before I moved out to Chicago, so maybe two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. Absolutely loved that game. It's by level, Level 5, right? I don't know. It's, yeah, I think it's level five. Really? And he yeah he he just absolutely adores it. I'm actually playing a level five game right now called uh, Crimson Shroud. It's uh, a 3DS game. It's downloadable only, <laughs> and it's uh, really cool. It's basically Dungeons and Dragons. You actually have to roll dice. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Star Ocean: Last Hope. We already talked about it. Um, Overlord and Overlord Two. I played probably the first half of Overlord and thought it was a really fun game. Kind of goofy. And I'd always like to go back to it one day. Yeah, I think I, all I played of it was the demo. Yeah. And then Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story. That's another DS game, but I always wanted to play it. It was kind of like reminiscent of Paper Mario, those old RPGs. And I just added Folklore and... Last game on my list, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. You never played that, have you? I have not. I would like to. Have you had it spoiled for you? No. Okay. Do me a favor. If we we need to play this game like soon. Castlevania? Yeah, Lords of Shadow. Um, it's on 360 PS3, and it's going to come out in August, I believe August, for the PC. Mm-hmm. Um, we we need to play this game kind of soon, before okay. before you do not look at anything that has to do with Lords of Shadow Two. <laughs> okay. Like I know they had that Konami press event. The, the the opening cinematic spoils the entire ending. To oh really? Yeah, to Lords of Shadow Two. So to Lords of Shadow, don't look at anything that has to do with Lords of Shadow if you don't want it spoiled for you. And I'm telling you. That ending blew me away. Oh, interesting. So, in fact, I may have to petition this. Castlevania Lords of Shadow may be our next game after Heavy Rain. I'm okay with that. You're okay with that? I would let's, I've would. i wanted to play it. If that's the case, I'll see and if it, I can it, get some. If we up. have an urgency to play it, I'm, I'm in. Okay. I will, um, because I want to, I, I do want to play that game again. It's a long game. It's, a, it's kind of a long game, especially 20, for 20 ish. Uh, it, not that long, probably about 15 to 16 hours, but it's that for a 
action game of that yeah. kind, it's that's a long game. Yeah. Um, especially the length of two God of War games. So around in there. But yeah, definitely we need to do that. Um, I'm in. I'll yeah. start looking for it now. Okay. You can get it really, really cheap. Yeah, I figure it at this point. But um, yeah, let's just go ahead and end it there. You know, we've rambled for a while now. Um, but um, our next game, if you guys didn't hear me, uh, will be Heavy Rain, <clears throat> the um, Quantum Dreams, uh, 2010 game. Uh, we're gonna have a, a special Which guest. I adored the first time through. The first time I played through, we'll get into that next week, but the first time I played through this game, I I know that game gets a lot of flack, especially from my fucking editor-in-chief, Ken. (laughs) For not being a game? For not being a game. I think that there was enough there, and I think the storytelling was good enough to where I was invested. And I really... There is one moment in that game that is one of the best moments I've had this generation. So I will. We will get into that um, in the coming weeks. We're gonna have a special guest, um, Josh Mackey. He is from the No Quarters podcast. Real good guy. I talked to him on Twitter. I've known him for, I think, at least a year now. Um, but he's gonna join us. Um, he's never played the game, so um, hopefully he won't guess the ending like I did whenever I played the fucking demo. <laughs> but I mean, that's what happened. <laughs> But um, but yeah, uh, we're playing Heavy Rain. Um, so get out your copies of Heavy Rain if you guys want to play along with us. And ne- next week we're recording. Yes, next week. Um, he did send an email. Did you get that email? Uh, probably. Asking if we can uh, record on Wednesday instead of Thursday next week. Oh no, I didn't see that. Can you can you do that? Oh yeah, that should be fine. Let me check real quick. I mean, either way, it's going to be this. This the podcast will be going up on that Friday, so yeah, that's yeah, he, fine. He, yeah, he, unfortunately, he could not do Thursday because he's recording a podcast. He's recording a North Quarters podcast. So, but yeah, we'll be back uh, next week. I appreciate everybody out there listening. If you will, please leave us a iTunes review. We greatly appreciate it. Um, it helps get our name out there and have people listen to us more. Um, I do apologize for the Xeno Gears fans. We will not be finishing that game. I'm man enough to say it beat us. So. Yeah, great game, but flawed. I, I lost. I flawed. Lost. Very flawed game, I'd say. Um, but um, if you would, uh, you can send us an email. You can send me an email, Drew at ztgd.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. I am at DML Fury, and Matt is at REMGS. Please uh, give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. We greatly appreciate it. But I thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Um, as of right now, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we're out of here. We will be back next week with Heavy Rain.